Welcome to the Do Life Different podcast with 1128 Community. I'm Mike Francisco, the lead pastor, and uh, we are located here in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. And our mission as a church is to help you do life different by setting rhythms and values with Jesus at the center. Uh, We release these deep dive conversations just to talk a little bit more about what we're hearing on Sunday uh, to give you some added context, some questions maybe that you have. We want to talk about those uh, and ultimately to, to get to know each other a little bit better as well. So today I am joined by my wife, Colleen. Colleen, welcome. Hello. Thanks. You've probably heard Colleen on the uh, the prayer, meditation, five minutes in the car, 10 minutes in the car, right? That you, yes, that is me. That's you. That's your voice. Everybody loves the voice. So I'm glad to have the voice on this part of the podcast now. Well, thanks. Uh, this weekend, we celebrated Mother's Day. And as a church, just in general, um, we've kind of made uh, less of a deal about Mother's Day than some other churches. And it's it's not by accident. It's intentional. It's not that we think less of moms, but it's that we realize Mother's Day can be hard uh, for some people. And so uh, this Mother's Day, Colleen shared. Uh, Colleen's a co-pastor, by the way. I don't know if we've ever said that officially, but Colleen's our co-pastor. And so this Mother's Day, we had Colleen give the message, and it was a message for all of us, right? Yes, because we want to be intentional as a church to keep church a safe place for everybody. Yeah, a safe place for everybody. And so that's that's what we tried to do uh, by welcoming moms, but also welcoming others who are caring for kids, have kind of those kind of tendencies that a, a mom might have traditionally had in the past. Uh, people that are single dads, maybe, that have the role of mom and dad. Uh, people that have not been able to be a biological mother, maybe they've adopted, maybe they have a neighbor that they care for. We wanted to make this a safe place for everyone. So in in thinking through Mother's Day and the message that was for everyone, um, Colleen just kind of started sharing some of her roles that she plays. So she's a co-pastor here at the church. She leads alongside me, but what are the other roles that you you like have hats for? So I I wear quite a few hats. So during the day, I'm a reading specialist at a school in Milwaukee. So I'm busy helping students figure out reading all day. Then when I come home, I am a mom, a wife. I'm also on the PTO, the celebrations committee for Oak Creek. I feel like there's something else I'm forgetting. But yes, a lot of different hats and a lot of different places that I help. Yeah. And when you say mom, you have... Two kids. Yep. We, well, we have two yes, kids. Yes, we have two Julia kids. Julia is five and JJ is seven. And? And we have two dogs. Two dogs. Tucker, who is 10, yeah. and Echo, who is three. Yes. So we have a, a busy house. Yeah. Lots of things going on. And um, it feels sometimes like you're just kind of running from place to place doing thing after thing. How do you keep that all organized? Well, I have three planners. No, just kidding. Just two. I have a work. <laughs> just two. I, well, yes. I have a work planner that keeps me, you know, on track, meeting goals that I need to at work. I have a schedule for work because I definitely see a lot of different students throughout the day. And then I also have a planner for home. And that is full. They're all full. Yes, they yeah. are. <laughs> um, and so just in thinking about life, thinking about keeping things organized, on track, moving forward. 
if if there were a person that's listening to this, and I'm not going to name any names because I don't know who's listening, but if there were a person that they they just feel like, man, I'm unorganized, I'm all over the place, my life is chaotic, what what maybe is one piece of advice you'd give to them about trying to to keep it moving forward all together in unison? So I, I definitely don't always have it together. There are days or even weeks where I feel like kind of a mess and then I have to reset it. But in general, I try to have, you know, a paper copy of my schedule. So yes, Mike and I, we have a family digital calendar, but I like being able to look at it. I like to see it. I like that on the side of it, I can list out the most important things. Like if a kid has a field trip that has to get turned in, you know, by Friday, I have it written down in there. I'm a person who writes it down and that helps me stay organized. All right. So there you go. Write it down, put it on a hard sheet of paper. Digital's good, but do something else as well. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, this message over the weekend was about um, things that we hope to pass on, whether it's to our kids, our grandkids, uh, the next generation. Um, and you kind of had some ideas about things that you want to pass on to our kids. Do you want to kind of go into that a little bit? What are the things you're hoping to pass on to them? Yeah. So as a teacher, obviously it's important to provide my children like opportunities to practice problem solving, um, problem solving with academic things, but also just problem solving in life. And then talking through that modeling, modeling kindness, modeling, including people. Those are some of the most important things that I want to pass on to them. But it also is huge and really important to pass on my relationship and what I believe about Jesus and who I know Jesus to be. And I don't want my children growing up thinking that there's a checklist that they have to do or certain things that they have to to do in order to be in relationship with Jesus or be good enough for the church. I want them to learn that God is everywhere, that God's always working, and that very honestly, we can stay connected to God in so many different ways, that there isn't just one right way to do it. Yeah, and you kind of shared your experience growing up and some of the things that you remember seeing or being a part of, experiencing, like some of the ideas maybe or traditions you might you might think of them that way, that your family had or that other people had and how that influenced you and what you've carried with you. So like you referenced your grandmother's Bible. Tell me about like, what do you remember about that? How has that shaped who you are now? Yeah, I, I mentioned on Sunday that my grandmother's Bible, it used to sit out and you could tell it was worn. You could tell that she read it often. And that, to me, is something that I remembered later on as, okay, if I have it accessible, if I have it readily readily available, that I can touch it and grab it on the go, that that's important, because that was important to my grandma. Yeah, and you then you also mentioned, you remember praying as a family before bed, I think it was, right? Yep, and like- uh, yep. and always around one of my siblings' beds, we would always be on our knees. And usually it was a thankful prayer, like thanking God for different things. Yeah, and and the last thing that you referenced was uh, having a youth leader that 
they they would kind of just read from scripture and then ask the question, what does that mean to you? And and so what I took away is we're passing things on to people, even if they're not necessarily family. Uh, but what what impacted that youth leader, that that person that you grew up with at church? What what did that have as as far as impact in your life? That was probably one of the biggest impacts because it taught me that I can read the Bible and that I can think about it that I might not think the same way as somebody else about the exact same part of the Bible, but that we can read what God has to say, and then God can continue to speak to us through the Holy Spirit or through other people around us. Okay. And so, really, ultimately, uh, when we think about what we're passing on, it's 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 more than just passing on to kids, your kids specifically. It could be a neighbor kid. It Absolutely. Could, could be anyone. Um, and and ultimately where this led was to John chapter 15, where we talk about remaining connected to the Father, right? Like if, if we want to pass things on, if we want to set the kind of example um, that we hope our kids or our friends or our neighbors that, that they live on later, uh, we need to be in fellowship. We need to be in connection. We need to remain uh, with Christ. So how does that play into this in, in your experience? Like, How do you see that play out? I think that in order to really pass anything on, we have to be growing that fruit. We have to be showing our relationship with Jesus. And I know that can sound a little bit weird, growing fruit, But what I mean is that we are different because of our connection to Jesus. And so we can better show our kids or better show the people around us Jesus if we're constantly connected and being grown, changed, and having fruit come out of us. Okay. And and so then before this, you've said it's not about a checklist. Correct. So... Let's just really be practical here. If it's not about a checklist, if it's not about uh, reading my Bible, it's not about praying, it's not about going to church, it's not about checking those boxes, how is the fruit grown? How does that take place? It's not saying that those things are bad or that you can't or shouldn't do those things. It's just saying that those aren't the only ways that you can be connected to Jesus or connected to the Father. Because it can be as simple as walking by the lake and breathing. It can happen during worship music. It could happen through drawing or photography. And holy moments can even happen when you're putting away laundry or driving home. It's it's that idea that God can be speaking in everything and in the people around you and in very loud moments even, it doesn't have to be the quiet or the still, but that it can happen anywhere. Right. And at the same time, there has to be some intentionality, right? You can't just go to the lake and walk around and be like, oh, well, I didn't I didn't connect with God here, right? Or it can't be, I'm just driving in the car and, well, nothing happened today, right? There has to be a little bit of thought behind it, a little bit of intentionality 
You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. I mean, just as in any relationship, like you and I are in a relationship, right? And if Mm -hmm. we're going to connect, whether that's talking about our days or planning the week ahead, we have to be intentional to sit down, look at each other and have a conversation. And what what I know about Jesus is that we can have that conversation with him anywhere, And it can be something as simple as breathing and repeating the same, almost like meditation of sorts over and over again. It doesn't have to be anything fancy or anything special. So your your maybe encouragement to a person as we wrap up would be set aside time, whatever that looks like for you, if it's driving in the car or if it's while you're doing laundry, but set aside a piece of time to be intentional. Is that... Am I understanding that right? Yes. You can be intentional in kind of the down moments. I think my encouragement would also be don't be afraid to use kind of your busier moments when you're running kids around or when you're driving home from work or when you're getting dinner ready or setting the table. Those can also be your intentional daily moments to breathe, pray, or be quiet or enjoy the chaos around you and still know that God is in it and pray during it. And for a person that doesn't know where to start, you're, we're telling them, set aside some, some moments. Be intentional with the moments. What do they say? What, what do they think about? What, where do they focus in those moments to make sure that they've actually set themselves up to have that experience with Jesus? I think one of the easiest ways to connect with Jesus is telling Jesus, thank you for something. Mm -hmm. Thank you for something that you see that is good or that made your day better. Um, You can also think about like, where have I seen good or where have I seen Jesus in my day? And then take it to that. Okay. And thank you, God, for that. Okay. Awesome. Well, we hope that over the next couple days, you might be able to find a time to, to be intentional, whether it's part of your busy schedule while you're doing something else, or you get a, a moment to sit by the lake and, and thank Jesus for the scenery. Uh, but thanks to Colleen for being with me. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I can't wait to continue our conversation, uh, to have you on again in the future. It's kind of fun to do a podcast with you. But uh, to those of you that are listening, thanks for listening. Keep following along with us. Feel free to share on social media, text the Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google link to friends and family and, uh, and help us to get word out that we're helping people do life different. We'll talk again soon.